Jen Mo, and welcome to Nurse Connect. I am an RN and a board-certified nurse coach. I believe that connecting with others is essential to living a happy and fulfilled life, and that sharing our stories not only helps us heal ourselves, but also helps others by inspiring hope and optimism. I'm so grateful to share stories of these incredible nurses on their journey, and I encourage you to find a way to share yours too. Thanks for listening in. Hey everyone, we'll jump onto this week's podcast in just a moment, but real quick, if you're a nurse coach or a leader and are interested in developing a hospital-based nurse coaching and wellness program, then I would love for you to join me in my Facebook group, Hospital-Based Nurse Coaching and Wellness Programs. In this group, we share best practices and resources, as well as trainings to help you develop a successful program, which will decrease turnover and burnout, as well as increase employee satisfaction. Of course, we know this leads to decreased serious safety events and improved patient experience. I have got a free mini course that I can send you to get started on this journey, and I will drop the link below, and I hope to see you inside the group. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Nurse Connect Podcast. I'm Jen Malt. So happy to have one of my former lovely coaches, Pam Spivey, here with me today. Thanks, Pam, for being on. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, it's been so good to reconnect. It's been a while, and I, we just kind of reflecting how we met at a nursing conference, and you had a, 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 a workshop that I went to, and I just remember feeling so connected to you, and I came to your table afterwards, and I bought your book, and you just hugged me. We started crying or I was crying at least. And I realized I really needed support. And you were my first coach um, and a nurse. And it really, um, this is going back to 2019. So that was kind of the journey when I started to realize that I didn't like where I was and I needed help. And also I had a lot more to offer through my journey too. So just super Absolutely. special to have you. Yeah. And look at us now. <laughs> I'm talking with you on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, it just fills me with joy. I must say. Thank you. Thank you. Same. I've got chills. It feels a little bit like a full circle moment. <laughs> it is. It is. Awesome. Well, this is actually about you. So I would love for you to take me back. How did you become a nurse? What, you know, has been your beautiful journey along the way? Oh, wow. Um, how did I become a nurse? Uh, you know, my mom often introduced me as her daughter, Pam, who was born an adult. Oh, (laughs) Um, yes, exactly. And, um, I think that caring nature Mm -hmm. came from that. And when I was in high school, I took, um, health occupations one Mm -hmm. and two and decided, with that experience that, yeah, I really did want to be a nurse and I wanted to care for people. Um, it was a calling for Mm me. Um, and as I got through school and experiences, um, through school, I realized that I wanted to specifically work with moms and babies. Mm. And so that took me to, um, my first job in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, My husband was uh, in the Air Force there and I worked in Mother Baby for several years Uh uh, doing education, lactation support, um, working with 
the pediatricians and others caring for moms and babies in that, mm -hmm. in that small little hospital. And one night they asked me to um, help out in the progressive care nursery. Mm. And that changed my direct, direct trajectory, I should yeah. say. Um, I became a NICU nurse and stayed working in the neonatal intensive care area for goodness, over 20 years, 20, wow. 25 years. And um, it was very fulfilling. Yeah. Started to get very tiring. Mm -hmm. um, but I stepped out, um, fear and all, and went back to graduate school and said, how can I use my skills a little differently? Yeah. And so I became a clinical nurse specialist in the neonatal pediatric realm beautiful, and really like that because, um, you know, the people that have squirrel moments, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm that, I'm that squirrel yeah, all squirrel. the time. <laughs> okay. I want to look over here. I want to do this. I want to do that. And as a clinical nurse specialist, you, you can do dabble in a lot of things yeah. and you don't have to know everything. Yeah but you have to know where you can get. 100%. That's what yeah. I love about being an educator. <laughs> Jack yes, of all exactly. trades, master of none. <laughs> yes, love it, love it. Um, so I, I um, did that for goodness, many years mm -hmm. and um, had to go to grow. I'm throwing mm -hmm. out a lot of those sayings. Yes. Um, but had to leave a place that I had been for 21 years with this new identity of clinical nurse specialist. And uh, we moved the family to Texas mm. and uh, had some wonderful experiences working there. Had great opportunities to share what I knew and also learn and grow as a nurse in simulation, specifically um, quality improvement. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was in that time and place mm -hmm. that I became a leader. Mm -hmm. um, I became uh, a mentor to others and also a coach. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know I was a coach, yes. right? Same. Um, <laughs> uh, but like everything else, it um, consumed me mm -hmm. for work and it got very tiring and uh, to the point of, as you mentioned, uh, I have that history of burnout. <laughs> uh, I burned to a crisp. Um, I bounced into that proverbial wall and realized that I couldn't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And that took me on another exploration of this journey. And it's where I found um, professional coaching yeah. was where I could land. Mm -hmm. It's going to be my new platform. And so uh, from that came helping nurses over that wall, that mm -hmm. proverbial wall that we talked about and uh, to the possibilities. Beautiful. And it led me to opening my own business um, after becoming certified as a coach, um, doing nurse coaching and consulting with others to help nurses wherever they were mm -hmm. and whatever they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. that's where I am now. <laughs> I love it. And I know you've been doing this for many years now and yes. you've written a book and yes. other projects in the works. And it's just, as we, as I talked about before, just beautiful how 
amazing things can come out of really hard times and that the nursing has the flexibility of so many options too. And, yeah. you know, you can grow in different areas and realize that you're, that's just not going to be the way you're going to continue to roll. And then you switch gears. And, um, so it's pretty awesome. You know, coaching is an incredible specialty, um, it, it with, even within nursing, but just in, in our society too. And so share with us maybe a little bit about your approach to coaching. Cause I just love your, uh, gentle spirit. And it's just like, you're giving me a big hug all the time. You're just so oh, supportive. And wonderful. I, I missed, I miss talking with you regularly. So, uh, you know, share with us a little bit about your, your approach with coaching and how you kind of work with others in that space. Sure. Um, I became certified as a coach through um, a beautiful um, organization, Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute mm -hmm. out of Atlanta. Yeah. And with this positive Pam that just kind of is who I am, <clears throat> I was able to find that space that really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. You know, what am I here for? What do I have to offer? And instead of looking at all the things that are wrong or the shoulda, woulda, mm -hmm. couldas in life, um, this coaching perspective really focused on what you get to do, mm -hmm. who you are and what you can do with that. Yeah. And so uh, that applied positive psychology was right up my ballpark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, with that, I also, while remaining positive and being an optimistic person, also got the knowledge and the experiences of being a realist mm -hmm. in that. So you can look at the challenges. You can look at, um, you know, when you fall down as opportunities right. to grow. And so with that, I love helping nurses that are going through difficult times and struggles. Um, I work with nurses and entrepreneurs on what they get to do next mm -hmm. because it's that co-creation yes. with the client that really excites me and uh, helps me move forward. Yeah. And so I try to bring that to every coaching session, uh, whether it be individual or groups, I've been able and had the opportunity to work with the groups of nurses mm. and uh, work on their individual and their collective. Yes goals and plans and strategies and things yeah. like that. Fun, fun. And, um, and that's Valerie Burton's program, right? Yes, it is. Her. She's one of my favorite authors. And I got to meet her in person, um, at an event, I think in 2020 or 2021, 2021. Anyways. Um, I, and she, um, she reminds me of you actually with that same kind of like radiating positivity, but yet like practical. Um, and for the minute encounter I was with her, I just felt like she was, I, I was all that was there. She was 100% with me for just that couple of moments we meet and greet. And, um, so yeah. it, she is just a wonderful program. And I really considered doing her coaching program when I learned about the nurse coaching program. And it was just a little bit more in alignment 
with what I wanted to specialize within nursing and coaching. And, but her program just, you know, hearing from you and then also reading her books and, and everything. I know it's just such a wonderful program. Well, it was her beautiful face on one of the books in an airport bookstore that really connected me with who she was and what she did. And that led me to going to her coaching. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that amazing that just one little chance encounter that you just happened to pick up her book and that really kind of changed your trajectory. It certainly did. That's incredible. It certainly did. Yeah. I remember sitting on um, the porch at our little farm in North Carolina at the time, reading that book and answering the thought provoking questions Mm -hmm. that she would have at the end of her chapters. And it really, it did open my eyes to the possibility that as a nurse, I can give back to other nurses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why my platform changed from working at the bedside to working with individual and group nursing groups. And it's so needed and it truly takes all of us doing this work because yes. I, I know a lot of nurses and lots of nurse coaches that are doing work in this space and man, we need more of us doing it. We need more of us connecting Absolutely. because our clinicians, our nurses are hurting and they're leaving mm-hmm. the profession in droves, not just a job. I mean, they're actually, they're leaving nursing and, um, I need somebody to take care of me Exactly. (laughs) as I age. And, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of reasons that we need nurses in the hospital. And so, you know, I'm so grateful, you know, for my connection with you and the work you're doing and, you know, that we're all collectively trying to help our nurses and our, and our clinicians, um, get through their challenges and thrive and be able to figure out what works best for them. Absolutely. And, you know, we are all struggling with mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what I've recognized with connecting with you and connecting with other nurses is that if we just open up to one another mm-hmm. and actively listen to one another, mm-hmm. we recognize that we're not alone. Yeah. You're a first time manager, you're a 10 year veteran of management. And you have the similar and same experiences. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about it Mm -hmm. and let's gather our forces together to help our profession. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of power in that. Um, It's really hard sometimes to open up and be vulnerable about what you're going through. Cause I I think, especially as nurses, we're kind of conditioned to just put our own needs aside because it's literally our job to take care of other people. Um, But sometimes we can't separate that with our own needs and, and taking care of ourselves and filling up ourselves. Um, So as a profession, we tend to shove that stuff down and pretend like it doesn't matter or we're not having a struggle. And so it's really hard to initially kind of start talking about it. But then when you do, and then you realize that, okay, I'm not the only one struggling with this Unfortunately, it's somewhat normal in, in our nursing society that many of us are struggling with these things, but we have an incredible opportunity now that we know about it to do something and to find the resources and support we need to help us move through. Absolutely. And um, 
I took what I called a sea sabbatical, S-E-A sabbatical. Mm. I went to the ocean for, uh, for those of you uh, not familiar with North Carolina, uh, went to the Outer Banks Beautiful. and um, took a lot of time to reflect, mm. uh, think about what the good that was happening in 2023, yeah. and then looking at what could be better, Yeah. right? Or how it could be better. And, um, I wrote a couple of things down and, um, one of them was I'm a hopeful person. Mm -hmm. And so I took the word hope and started thinking about how can I help others? And, uh, hope had to do with heart. Yes. And it's right about the heart of caring for your patients and your clients but also yourself. Totally. You know, and then, oh, guess what? Optimus Pam. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But just having that positive attitude because, you know, it can spread just like negative attitudes. Mm -hmm. Totally. And then P for power, what's going to energize you to do that. And E is the excellence that can happen because you took a couple of moments every day and focused on hope. Yeah. Oh, so um, I, that was just a an aside, but um, I truly believe it. It's part of strategy. It's what yeah. gets us going. It gives us the will to go. And so we, um, we need to ho- hold on to hope. Yeah, agreed. Because sometimes you don't know how things will get better. Like, especially if you're in a really dark place and it, it's very difficult to understand the logistical steps for how you're going to get to feeling better, which feels right. so great sometimes. But when you can hold on to that little bit of hope, like just for today, let me get through the day. Let me try and make things a tiny bit better today. And then that just continues to grow and grow and grow. And then you eventually find yourself through that crisis or that phase yes. in your life, which was really difficult. And it's a, a beautiful place when you can finally get back and reflect and <laughs> actually have gratitude for those hard yeah. times. It took me a few years to get there, <laughs> definitely. Um, but I I can look back now and go, that was sucky. And I'm also super grateful for it because it Absolutely. got me to where I am now. Absolutely. And you talk about gratitude mm-hmm. and the gratefulness that you have at the place that you are now. Um, I have to remind myself that all the time. And so, yes, I am one of those people that has a gratitude jar and every week I put in there what I'm grateful for, for that week. So that by the end of 2024, I can go back and go, wow, all these things I was grateful for. This is amazing. So uh, just that daily reminder, that weekly reminder, and then celebrate it uh, as each year turns around. I love that. And have you always done that? Or is that just a newer practice for you? This is a new practice. The gratitude, not a new practice. Yeah. Um, but the actual um looking at it over the past year, yes. I did. Uh and first new ritual. Um, again, uh, just trying to open up myself to mm-hmm. whatever's possible because I have to walk the walk. Yes, right? <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I love the idea of that though, because I, taking that, you know, and it doesn't have to be a, 
a, a practice that takes you a long time. Again, you're dropping one thing you're grateful for a weekend, right? Um, but mm-hmm. then to to be able to reflect back, it that seems like it'd be super powerful um, to do that. So I love that. Yeah, it's how we learn. Yeah, you know? we may not often uh, think about what we learn in the moment, but when we can reflect back on it, mm-hmm. oh, wow, mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah, I'm capable of this. You know, instead of the shoulda, woulda, couldas, it's the, mm-hmm. I get, I will, I can. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that speech is incredibly powerful. How you think and how you speak and how you can kind of reframe, because we all have those thoughts that are maybe not so positive, <laughs> um, but can you, Guilty. you know, reframe? <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, it's, I, I have a name for her. I mean, <laughs> she's awful sometimes in my head, um, but I think I'm, I'm, consistently learning and growing. And it's like, okay, just because I had that thought doesn't mean I have to believe it or that I have to act on it. So I, you know, just reframing it into a more positive statement Mm -hmm. or more like an affirmation or a thought, you know, it's just, it's super helpful to, you know, trying to shift it into that positive versus allowing that negativity to seep out. Yeah. You know, my coach has a, a, a phrase that she loves to use with me when that, uh, inner critic starts to work Uh in my brain. And she says, you know, when those things come into your brain, into your mind, ask yourself this question, what is truer than that? Mm. And I loved that. Yeah. So it helps you to reframe, Mm. you know, well, maybe I'm not so bad at electronic medical record. Yes. (laughs) I've gone from two hours to one hour charging, you know, at the end of the shift, those kind of things. Um, But it's important. And that's Mm -hmm. where you learn. Yeah, that's that's a great, those are great examples. Because sometimes we just immediately go to the negative, like it's an always all type of thing or never. And, and so when you can, that I like, that's a more practical way to approach it because you're kind of trying to find the, okay, well, maybe I'm not nearly as bad as I thought I was and giving yourself a little bit of a kudos, a little bit of pump up. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. So I'd love to hear, you know, if, if maybe somebody's not quite to the point where they're ready to like jump in with a coach, um, but they are really struggling. um, What would be a couple tips or suggestions you might have for them to kind of start to figure out what might be next? What what the simple little steps can they take to the day to try and make it a little bit better? Yeah. Um, a lot of that for me comes from uh, the experiences I've had with positive psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing is to set your intent for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm working in a hospital all right, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do the best that I can for the time that I have with the patients and and team members that I work with. Mm -hmm. You set that intention, then you start to think of how you can do that. So I'm going to go into report and I'm just going to stay open. Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen. Then I'll ask questions for clarity. Yeah. And then I love um, when you can stop, pause, Mm -hmm. seems to be a a big buzzword now, but we know that from our 
backgrounds um, and just think of, of what's one thing I can do today Mm -hmm. while I'm at work that will make a difference in the lives of others. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, a dear, dear friend added this when I asked her, how does she do it every day? Right. And she just says, you know, when I walk out of my office, I turn the light out and I close the door. And that's where the stuff stays and I go home. Yeah. Because work is just a little piece of your life. Mm-hmm. Everything else in your life is just as important. Agreed. Think that that's been a hard thing for us as nurses. For sure. For sure. And, um, I think I know, especially when I was in a leadership role, it felt like that never got turned off. That door was never closed. That light was never turned off. And um, I I definitely stay connected with a lot of nurse leaders that really struggle with that and put up those boundaries and stuff. But I I love the visualness of that. And I've I've tried to kind of teach some some of our staff nurses that I'm working with as you're walking out the the back door of the hospital and you're heading to the parking lot, kind of imagine this like wall behind you and allowing work to stay at work because it, Mm -hmm. those, those emotions, those thoughts, those feelings, the woulda, coulda, should have, those often stay with us. You know, even if we're not getting calls in the middle of the night or worried about staffing and things like that, the, the, um, experiences we had and the decisions we made and the things we wish we would have done differently, like those stick with us mentally and emotionally. So how can you allow those to be released mm-hmm. as you're walking out of your shift. And so you can go home and be present with your family or sleep better or yeah. whatever it is you need to do, but trying to find what works for you mm-hmm. to, to be able to leave work at work. I tell you, um, humor is something that I mm-hmm. use in my life to kind of upset the, the uh, apple cart, if you will. Yeah. And um, so one of the fun things that I used to to speak to for leaders and even, um, other clinicians, Mm -hmm. maybe not even nurses, depending on what the audience was. And it's like, you know, how everybody uses their GPS to get to different Mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. And when you don't follow the GPS, it tells you to make a (laughs) U-turn, turn left at the next intersection, just a way to get out some of the frustrations of work. Yeah. Is to to tell your GPS, whatever voice or whatever, uh, uh, dialect you use. No, I'm not going to turn right. I'm going to go my own way. I know how to get to my house. (laughs) And, you know, it just, it gives you power (laughs) through humor to, um, get you away from work and to your home. Yes. You take control. I love it because we can only control ourselves. Really, yeah. we can't even control the dang GPS. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you for those little, those couple little tips. I think that's super helpful for um, people just to kind of get a feel of like, where am I? What is you know one small thing intention I can set, one small thing I can control today, take for the better, you know, and that that way because sometimes it feels so overwhelming when you're when you're on this journey and like you want to do so much, but it's over, it's too much, and so just mm-hmm. narrowing that down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, uh, just one step at a time, yeah. one moment at a time. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. 
Well, in our last few minutes, Pam, I just want to see, is there anything else in your heart that you want to share? Any messages or suggestions, any words of wisdom um, that, that are there for you today? Oh, thank you. Um, words of wisdom. Um, I really think that in my 62 years of life now, I have discovered that you are different in different times of your life. Mm -hmm. And what nursing has brought for me is the opportunity to work in different ways with patients, with leaders, with clinicians, with nurses that want not only just a career change, but a whole change in what they do as a nurse. Um, It's all possible. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a, another, another saying out there, fear it and do it anyway, because that's how you get yourself moving forward. And, uh, I'm looking forward to 2024. I just opened a new company called discovering you coaching. Uh, you talked about that focusing in, um, in the, the years I have left in the profession of nursing uh, and being a 62-year-old woman with lots of experiences, um, I started discovering you coaching. Yeah. And I'm working with my daughter-in-law, who's an, illust- an illustrator, um, on a journal that will be printed next year called Discovering You Again. I love that. So uh, that continued joyful journey. Yes. In that um, I first wrote about and just uh, I want to do all that I can to help nurses and um, not that I don't have men clients, but I'm really focused in in this time in my life in helping the women. Beautiful. Lovely. Oh, Pam, it's been so good to chat chat with you today. Um, Where can people find you? Um, Well, they can find me. Uh, my email is Pam at discoveringyoucoaching.net. And um, I was putting the final pieces to my website, the new website, uh, just today. So Yay. it will be launching tomorrow, Discovering awesome. You Coaching. Perfect. Oh, thank you. I just I really appreciate your time and it's been beautiful to connect with you in this space. Like I said, it feels like a little bit of a full circle moment. I'm, I know, I'm so far along from where we, I was when we first started working together. So yes. <laughs> it's lovely. Oh man. Yeah. Um, don't know why I took that picture. I just felt it needed to be <sighs> taken of you and me. And mm-hmm. I know you've shared that on your journey. Uh, and this is, really is a full circle moment. Yeah. Way to go. Thanks. Way to go. <laughs> feels good. I appreciate you've always been a cheerleader for me. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.